Welcome to the Be The Lead Podcast. I'm Brent Yates. Here we go. Good morning, man. How are you? Good. How are you, sir? We've been talking for a few months now, and I've been excited to, to get you here to, to really <laughs> introduce you to our audience and uh, kind of talk about the legacy of your grandfather and who I met first. And um, I'm really excited about the value that I think you'll be able to add to our, our viewers uh, online and, you know, and, and we'll get into those subject matters, but appreciate you taking the time. Thank and you. I know you just made a move and we'll talk a little bit about that, but thanks for taking the time. So for our audience sake, um, about seven years ago, I had um, a, a lumbar problem and I'd had it for about a decade and I was getting ready to go to Germany. I was looking at all kinds of uh, arthroscopic surgeries and Anything that I could find, I obviously didn't want to be cut, but, you know, I was there. I'd, I'd struggled for a decade. I'd strengthened my core. I've done all the things that I thought I needed to do to, to do it organically and uh, just wasn't getting there. And I was uh, uh, being, uh, doing a stretch massage down in South Florida in Naples, and uh, the guy had worked on me a couple different times, and I uh, continued to get worse in that year that I saw him. <laughs> Finally, I, I, I said, you know, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I think surgery's next for me. And he's like, he's like, here's what you need to do. You need to go to Sarasota and see the guy that trained everybody, that really has a model, modality that is different than everybody else. Like, like this guy created his own way of fixing people, basically. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, I didn't know much <laughs> about any of that. But uh, was, was certainly, he got my intention. I had enough respect for him. Uh, it was my last day of the trip. Uh, to Florida. I had to fly home the next day, which I did. I immediately got online, stretchusa.com, and uh, looked up Aaron Mattis. And uh, what I saw online, you know, it wasn't real impressive. He was in Sarasota, and it was black and white. And um, what I came to find out is, like, like this guy does it all. <laughs> like, there's not a lot of, there's no flash. There's yeah. no glam. Uh, but everybody that's got flash and glam comes to see this guy. Yeah. Like, 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 like great to the Dalai Lama. One time a month ago, we were leaving. He goes, you know, if you hang around tomorrow, you can get to meet the Dalai Lama. <laughs> I'm like, okay. All right. So, so back to um, seven years ago when I went in, um, there were shirts hanging on the wall. And when I walked in, you know, I'm in good shape. I was in decent shape even though I had a bad back. Um, and I was four or five years into training and it was in really good shape. And the, 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 on the wall said... I survived Aaron Mattis. <laughs> and I'm like, what's, you know, what's that, what's that like? What does that mean? And I didn't have any idea what it meant, and nor did I want to ask what it meant. I just knew I was going to be good. And so 12 hours later, in two days, six, six hours the first day, six hours the next day, they stretched, manipulated, bent, pulled on every part, of, almost except for one part, they pulled on every part of my body. My toes, cracked my toes, worked right into the follicles of my hair, and I'd never seen anything like it, nor have I seen anything like it since. But in the 12th hour hmm. of that uh, second day, uh, I was strapped face down, uh, strapped around the waist. One guy on this shoulder, my head was hanging over this table. One guy on this shoulder, one on the guy on this shoulder, and Aaron was on my, on my neck. And, and I will say, by that point in the process, I wouldn't have let anybody else <laughs> do that to me in my life. Yeah. But I had grown this... Uh, immense respect in, in this mountain of a man that I saw that was working on me um, that I'd never seen before. I've seen it in one other man, and that was my father. So 
seven years later, there's, there's all kinds of build-up respect. But in that day, they, so I'm, I'm, I'm horizontal on a table, heads over the end of the table, strapped down at the waist. One guy in the shore, one guy in the shore. Aaron on my, on my chin. And they lifted me vertical and held me there. Now, they had already manipulated every muscle in my body, but it was that last piece that just cut me loose. Mm -hmm. And uh, from that point on, so at that point when that happened, like, like standing over a golf ball, getting ready to take it back, I couldn't take it back like a foot. Like it, I could get it started, but it just, there was nothing there. I had no strength. I was, I was really like headed to a bad place. So I call Aaron my miracle man. From that day, <laughs> three days later, I golfed, which like, like was run unbelievable to me. Yeah. I had no pain. I've stuck with the modality. I stretch at least twice a day. For seven years, I've stretched daily, at least a couple times a day. And I go see him at least once a year just for a tune-up. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think you sense the incredible respect I have for him and what he's done and the years that he's put in. And, you know, he operated like my dad. My dad would take that call at 10 p.m. He'd be <laughs> the first one on the job site. He'd be thinking about it full time. Aaron said he slept two or three hours a day for most of his life. Yeah. And uh, really has given his life as, as, as I sense that you are. What he would talk about was his grandson. He'd talk about all these other people, and then he'd talk about his grandson, <laughs> who I had never met until about a year ago. Because uh, he was off at, at college, and you know here he sits today. So, so as Aaron uh, certainly aged over those seven years, as we're all aging, uh, <laughs> my concern was, you know, who's going to carry that that legacy on and that modality of isolated stretching that I think the world needs. Mm -hmm. And uh, so here he sits. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess where I'm going right now, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it to you a bit. You know, talk to me about the legacy, what you're seeing from your grandpa, what the, how, that, how that pride feels in your body to know that uh, where you came from. Yeah, so uh, growing up, you know, I always heard him talk about all these stories about helping people. And I was like, oh, you know, that's cool. Like, you know, I wasn't there to see it. And then I got to high school and started being around it more, going in the clinic. Um, I didn't spend hours in there like I should have, which I regret, but... You know, I'd spend 30, 45 minutes sometimes getting stretched, learning the work and seeing how he was helping people. And I was like, okay, this is actually amazing. Like, it's not just all talk. And uh, then from there, my senior year of high school, that's what I fell in love with is just helping people and um, seeing a change. Um, it was cool just being able to work with my teammates on the field. Like, hey, you got an arm problem here. Come here, let me stretch you real quick. And you know, I think in two years of high school baseball, we never had one injury, no surgery, nothing. Like, you know, I was able to at least help them the best I can, and my dad was there to help me as well. Um, but it was interesting to see that, and then as I got to college, I would work with all my teammates and anybody who had an issue from cross country to golf to track. I mean, I basically had an athlete from every sport at that point, and, uh, you know, from there, I just kind of ran with it, and eventually branched out, got an internship, worked with some general population, some elderly people. So I kind of learned athletes and general population alike. Cool, cool. You went to college for four years. What did you study? Um, I studied exercise science, kinesiology okay. at the University of Montevallo. Awesome. And you, how, how was that experience? Like if you'd worked for your grandfather for four years, would you have probably been ahead? But now you yeah. have your education. Now you can walk into any institution, any rehab yeah. facility, and you go, here I am. 
you know, I can help. Much more credible, yes. Yeah, yeah for sure. So you just recently moved to Birmingham. I yes. know you were recently engaged. Yes. Uh, we met her last night, a lovely girl who's with us uh, <laughs> as we speak. And uh, so congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, awesome. So when you moved to Birmingham, I know... Um, you know, I, I know you said your dad's involved. I met him too. Great man as well. Mm -hmm. And I know he's continuing on with the family legacy. I was involved with a, a legacy business that my father had taken over, had, had started. I then took it over. Uh, now my son's in it. And I, you know, we, we continue. I feel like we continue to build momentum. Yes, sir. Uh, which is, you know, really, really cool. Now our company is part of a public company. Like, like we were literally 12 people 30 years ago. And, wow. uh, it just, it, it just exploded. But, um, when, when I when I talk when I see your father when I see you, um, not as many people right, but somehow I mean without growth like there is no opportunity. And what we need from you and what I hope I hear from you today is you're going to figure out how to how to find some 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 sustained growth once you get settled in yeah. Birmingham. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing for me is uh, able to promote it on social media and kind of grow it that way because. Our world is social media nowadays. There is no word of mouth is great, but it's not how you grow it worldwide like it needs to be. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like that's what my grandfather didn't have back in his day to do that. You yeah. know, everybody knew about him, but it was just, hey, go to this guy. Now it's you go online, you research who it is, and you're like, okay, this guy's the real deal. Yeah. So, so tell me about the actual modality of isolated stretching, and and, and really, I know I know he invented it, mm -hmm. and uh, but but tell me what 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 the actual modality is and what, you know, if that's a two minute conversation, it's probably more than that. <laughs> if you had to define it, define it in two minutes, what, what would that be? Um, I find it as the only body work that works with the body's physiological process. Um, so Charles Sheraton did the research for it back in 1909. Um, he was the head of Oxford and a bunch of big schools over in England and eventually did some work at University of Toledo or Champaign, Illinois. I can't remember which one. Um, my grandfather was at both. Um, he did some work there, and my grandfather's mentor in college actually studied under him, and Charles Sheraton is a Nobel Prize winner for physiology. He coined prior perception, synapse, a bunch of things, and the work is based around reciprocal inhibition and innervation. So basically, you need to innervate the brain and the muscle to rebuild the neural pathways. So someone with a stroke can have full use of their arm back within a month doing our work. It's, it's very amazing. You can heal people extremely fast. It could be a month. It could be six months. It all just depends on really how bad the stroke was, how bad the MS is, how far along you are in your cancer treatment and process so you can really help these people it's amazing it is amazing and I've heard some of his stories yeah they're really unbelievable but I know you got to witness them you got to hear them firsthand from yeah from Aaron and what an incredible gift to be able to give like you guys do it I mean, is I mean to find your purpose like did you ever want to be like a stuntman did you ever want to be pro anything no, this, sir. this is this is you were dialed in yes. what age did you get dialed in about 13 13 and so you were like, okay, I've seen, and it was grandpa, dad, like you saw them both and, and yeah. you, you saw the rewards. I don't really think they ever really, you know, they made a living, but it, it was about helping people, yeah. right? It's not about the money. It really is about how you change people's lives, like yeah. how they can better themselves too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's truly an incredible practice. And, um, and what I, you know, as, as I platform you here today, I, I look at, like, like space has been created in your life. You've made big steps in the last few months. Really, you graduated. You didn't really know what was next. 
I know your grandfather had some health issues and, you know, some things shifted. But what, what, what I'd like to set for the audience is, you know, what's, what's next? Your own office. Um, let's look five years down the road. If you had to look at yourself today, and you're just getting started. So this, this is yeah. a, maybe a big step, but, but not really. We're always looking forward, right? We're trying not to look back so much. And, yes, and so as we look forward five years, where do you see yourself? Um, I would love to have my own practice, kind of like we did back in Sarasota. Um, for now, I'm, I'm just going, doing house calls and working at a couple facilities. And um, I really see myself having a facility. Just right now, I'm trying to keep my overhead low, yeah. grow my clientele. Yeah. But once it goes big, I fully believe I'll have my own place. Yeah. Within 10 years, I will. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I think it'll be a lot faster than that. And I think today goes, so. a, <laughs> goes a long way to getting you there. So as, as I look at chiropractors, like, like I've, got, I've been in chiropractors, let's go 30 years. Uh, when I met Aaron... Uh, I, I, I tried to integrate with a couple of chiropractors the modality of the isolated stretching, and, and I believe that it that it without one, you know, you're, you're doing yeah. one, it's you're not going all in. Like mm -hmm. if you're going to crack your frame, let's let's now repair the muscle around it, the yeah. ligaments around it that have shifted to protect, and now they're stuck. Like we move the frame, but where do the muscles and ligaments yeah. go? Talk to me about that. How's that work? Um, so it's pretty interesting. Chiropractic is definitely beneficial, but it's extremely beneficial when you have muscular work involved because bones don't move bones. Muscles move bones. So you can go to a chiropractor all you want, and if the muscles aren't aligned, it's just going to keep happening over and over. So when you have the right body work, muscular work first, and then get cracked, that's when the stuff helps. And then you add strength on top of all that, you got the perfecta. So That's, that's what I've seen. I see resistance to that. How, how do we, I mean, as an athlete and you're mm -hmm. an athlete, like, like I get that to, to the, to the highest level. How do we get, um, the medical field to buy into that and, and, and to prove it also? How do we, like, how do we integrate that? Ideas? Um, it's hard with, uh, our society because we don't like change in the U S we like things to be just very simple and easy. And, um, the whole modality of 30 seconds to a minute stretching, there is no science behind that. There is no research saying why they've done that, where uh, Dr. Sheraton's work has research behind it. One and a half to two seconds is all you should hold a stretch because mm -hmm. after that, the neurons actually fire up more and the muscles can actually get tighter, I would say. Maybe not even tighter, just the central nervous system grabs on even tighter. Um, so it's very interesting that people aren't open to change but then once they do experience active yeah. isolated stretch and they're like wow this really works and we're like yeah we've been trying to yeah. tell y'all for 50 yeah. years yeah and that cool <laughs> so it can almost be a meditation it can almost be yeah. a all right i'm going to take 15 minutes i'm going to get quiet mm -hmm. and then you know whether you use a rope I, I think i think the meditation lends itself to being on your back and using a rope and yeah you know breathing into the stretch and and actually, you know, connecting with the muscles and getting them to relax because they're all uptight, right? Yeah. They've been shifted and, you know, now we're pulling on them and they're already shifted yep. and, and we're really jacking ourselves up. So, you know, for me, and, and I think our readers, our listeners, whoever's, whoever's out there, I think, I think you feeding into, um, into our website, messaging, uh, I think that's all critical. And, and I have you here because I think it is the way. Yes, and I, I, you know, I've been using it for seven years now and, and hundred percent, I'm not doing what I'm doing, going where I'm going without it hundred percent. So, um, so I think, you know, I, I brought McKenna, uh, I introduced McKenna in last night and, it, and, and we're going to, we're going to do, we're going to bring her in here with you. 
McKenna's, as you know, is a NASCAR, maybe a NASCAR driver soon, currently sprint car, but absolute badass driver, mm -hmm. uh, fearless. Uh, but she's had some concussions. We're going to talk about some protocol around that, what you've seen, what you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and look at her career and, and maybe some better ways for her to operate. But I think what's going to be really cool is, is I'm going to come in as old school, and we're going to talk about you guys are in your early 20s. What's foundational for you? What do I see as, as looking back and still building companies today as our, as our foundation of principles? And I want everybody to, to talk about them and interact. We're going to have about 12 different subjects. And I'm, I'm just going to enlighten you with what I see. <laughs> but the cool thing about having you both is I think you both can help one another in your careers. And you're both about that same age. And you both have an aim at going higher. And I think without going higher, like, I don't want you just to sit down in Birmingham and help those people in Birmingham. Yeah. I want you to help everyone. And I think when we're doing that, now, now our purpose is, is really defined. Like, like nothing, like my dad was 10 guys. I went to 500 at one point. Uh, who knows where Jordan goes, but the sky's the limit. But that growth process is what it's all about. It gives opportunity for people. Uh, without growth, there is no energy around being stagnant, right? And we'll talk about team. We'll talk about feeding into team. Uh, the principles behind what we stand for. And I'm really excited to engage both of you into the thinking possibilities and the prospects about how you might build a team, how we're going to think of a team, and how we take your careers, how I think I can be a help to you building, building your career out from here. And, and I'm really excited about <laughs> the opportunities that you have. Yes, sir. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. Cool, cool. So we're going to bring McKenna in just a couple minutes. Um, I'm really excited about the interaction. Awesome. Thank cool. you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. Find more resources on be the lead.me.